Hey everybody, this is Chad Jordan from Sport Clips. This is another edition of our Hall of Fame podcast, and it's going to be a good one. I've got uh, literally a rock star uh, with us today, so we're going to get into uh, get into her rock star status. Uh, birthday girl, uh, we just spent the day <clears throat> yesterday traveling all around her market and doing some fun stuff. But without further ado, why don't I have you introduce yourself for me, please? Hi, I'm Deborah Sawyer. I'm a team leader with stores in Virginia and in Florida. And this is my 14th year with Sport Clips, and I've got 21 open stores. I get the keys to store 22 on Friday. Uh, store 23, I already have a signed lease and just threw down an initial LOI on store 24. Uh, and I said we toured, we toured one of your markets. I should have yes. been more specific. We did not go all the way to Florida. We, we went around the great state of Virginia and, and Richmond uh, and, and had some good times. So uh, so we're going to get into some, some cool stuff today. Uh, Deborah and I, again, we uh, she... Uh, Spent her birthday driving me around, eating Chick-fil-A while she drove. Uh, she's a multitasker. She's an amazing woman. You're going to find out uh, more about her story, obviously, uh, today as we dive into it. Uh, but one of the things that we kept talking about uh, was her franchising experience at Sport Clips, kind of what got her started, uh, her and her ex-husband, Tony, how many years ago? Almost, we're in our 14th year. 14th year. Yeah, so 14 years ago, decided to do this. So uh, we decided, we, we thought the theme of today's podcast could kind of be uh, the highs and lows of franchising and entrepreneurship and, and all of that kind of fun stuff. So we might dive deep into some scary territory. I might even, I, I might, not for the not for the YouTube version. Hi, if you're watching us on YouTube, but maybe for the podcast version, I'll put in like some dun 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 music or something when we go okay. to uh, one of the challenging uh, periods of, of, of being a team leader. Uh, because the truth is any job, any entrepreneurial uh, endeavor is going to be fraught with risk, is going to have some uh, some scary moments, and it's how you battle through those and survive those that really test your mettle and prove who you are. And Deborah and her story have just been so amazing that uh, I had to get out here and capture it. Uh, she, like I said, she's a rock star, so we're going to get into some of the the awards that she's won, some of the um, some of the fine moments in her career here at Sport Clips. But get let's let's take me on the journey real quick. I, I, I told you we wouldn't go back too far and get into all the details on when you signed your you know franchise agreement. I don't need to know all that kind of stuff. But where were you? you you're a mom of you got what two daughters? Yeah, two okay. daughters. There's thirteen and sixteen right now. Right. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you, and your background, you're a numbers lady. Yes, uh, smart. I am literally the dumbest person in this room by a, a country mile. Uh, so your background is what? I am a CPA and a certified financial planner. I have a master's degree in taxation. And you were doing fine in life 14 years ago. So mm-hmm. why, why franchising? What 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 led you to sport? Could get walk me through all that if you don't mind, please. So being a CPA and a financial planner. Our neighbor were, they were looking at different franchise opportunities and they're like, hey, will you help evaluate the different opportunities that we have? And so we kind of looked at it. My ex-husband was also involved in it because he's a CPA and a financial analyst. And they were looking at all sorts of concepts from uh, used clothing, food, and uh, sport clips was what they were looking at on the hair side. 
and we really liked the hair industry. We liked the fact that it's not something that's trendy, although the haircuts might be trendy. Mm-hmm. And it's not something that even if you're unemployed, you're you're still going to get a haircut. You might expand your haircut cycle, but you're still going to get a haircut. Um, I also had a background in hair. My grandmother owned three full-service mm. beauty salons in San Francisco. Mm-hmm. So when I was a little kid, I used to be with Grandma for the day and swept up hair. She gave me 25 cents, and way back then, you got multiple wow. pieces of candy for 25 cents. Mm-hmm. Um, and then in high school and college, I did work for another hair care salon as a receptionist. Um, so they owned seven stores, and I worked for them both in high school, and then I transferred to their location when I went to college. So it, I'd been in the hair industry, had been around it, um, I was a little bit more comfortable with it and was able to recommend it to our neighbors. Um, so they ended up signing on with Sport Clips. Had there, were there other, was Sport Clips already in the Virginia market at the time? There was one store open. Okay. VA201. So it was, it was emerging, but it's not like it had household recognition. No. Nobody knew who Sport Clips was at the time. We had seen it. We had lived in Texas and so okay. we had seen the store in Texas, but that was about it. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, so we were we ended up signing on. We became the first team leaders in a different market. So we actually took the market so you, so away from Richmond. You uh, advised this neighbor. Our neighbors signed okay. on. They, they did. On, they signed on in Richmond. And you liked it so much that you thought, well, why should we just if if we're if we're gonna yeah. recommend it for somebody <laughs> else, maybe we should. Do, or had you already been thinking about franchising yourselves or? No, um, we it had was not. this whole thing that kind of walked you down the path of. Yeah, when I when I walked away from public accounting and the partnership track, um, I was going to end up buying the textbook company that I went to work for, mm-hmm. and I was going to be buying it from Generation Two. And they're like, in five years, you're going to buy it. Thirteen years later, it was still in five years um, because they went through some situations of one of the owners got divorced, and he's like, hey, I still need a job. I'm like, okay, mm-hmm. well, I don't need you because I can write around you know yeah. everything that you do. Um, so we was like, all right, let's start our own, our own control, our own destiny. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's kind of where your daughters, what we did. Man, they're literally, my, one's in diapers at that time, right? One, when I actually first met my area developers, Jessica was, she would have been under two months old. Oh, oh my God. My first real estate tour, I was literally nursing, mm-hmm. looking at real estate mm-hmm. with her. So is that um, how does that factor into your decision? As I mean, you got this transition in your life. You got two little munchkins. Mm-hmm. Uh, is, is it hey, we better make this decision now, or was it scarier because look what we've got? We got these bundles of joy, and we don't want to <laughs> mess this thing up. I think coming out of public accounting, where you were used to working like long days. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, the joke back then was billing more than eight hours. Um, you know, so it was very standard to work 10, 12, 14 hour days, especially towards tax season, you know, 18 hour days were, were not unheard of. Um, so it was a bit of a challenge. Um, I was lucky in the fact that I got to write the textbooks from home and then I would be on the road teaching, but I'd be out for three weeks and then back home for Mm. like two, three months. Mm -hmm. Um, so I had a little bit more flexible job. So it was a little bit crazy when you have two full-time jobs, two little kids, and then you threw sport clips. Yeah. And we also opened four stores in under 18 months. Uh, don't recommend that, just for mm-hmm. the record. Um, did you only it, open stores or did you buy any existing stores? No, we opened it first. Okay, okay. We opened four stores before anything ever happened. Um, all here in Virginia or yeah, where? Okay. all in Virginia. 
So that was kind of just right out of the gate. And we wanted more than one store quickly. We were the first team leaders in the market. So we had wide open real estate. Um, and we really went after multiple stores because we're like, what if store number one isn't good? Mm. Um, so we wanted that diversification Hedging right your out of the gate. And, and, and let me tell you, it panned out well. Store one and three were strong out of the gate. Two and four, not so much. Hmm. Um, but you had coverage mm-hmm. because of the, the strong stores. Yeah. So. so that kind of led us down that path of being able to keep going as we developed those four stores. Uh, so how long before you realize this thing can really work and I might be able to transition to this full time? Uh, quite a while. Mm-hmm. Um, I will say the president of sport clips after we opened the four stores came out and was touring and asked to meet with us took us to dinner and and he did say and just you know gordon is aware of this now Mm -hmm. um he asked us um it was cleat he's like knowing everything you know would you do it again Mm -hmm. without hesitation my ex-husband and i were like yeah no and there was Mm -hmm. probably a few more words as you can guess before the word now how how many years is this in we we were still under about two years okay yeah four stores open two years in yep and we're like, yeah, no, wouldn't do this again. We're like, full-time jobs, two little children, yeah. and doing this, nights, weekends, this is what we're doing. Um, and, you know, stores one and three good, two and four not so good. Um, and, you know, it just it needed that time for those stores to develop. And, and I remember when we had a fifth license and they're like, are you going to build the fifth store? And we're like, yeah, Over no. our dead body, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah no. Uh-huh. And... I remember when I bought a sixth license um, to build another store and I called Cleet and I'm mm-hmm. like, I'm just going to tell you this now. I just bought a sixth license and I'm building that too. Um, and then we kind of, we bought some stores and just kind of expanded So from the there. real question then, I mean, this is the whole probably point of today's podcast. What changed? Like, how do you get from uh, over my dead body to <laughs> how can I get more licenses and keep going with this yeah because then i bought five licenses right in yeah florida I mean, yeah. i've got right. more yeah i've acquired i mean more you're licenses. at 22 23 24 stores at some point so how do you how do you yeah. get there for how, what changed one you really have to believe in the model mm-hmm. so it, a lot of it has gone back to you know we bought into a system we are cpas you know we are definitely financial people by the books yep. and even over the years like i have improved as a team leader um, really have upped the game in the last several years okay. with my with Let's the pause numbers. There. How? What? What did? What, what did you do early that was not leading to success? And and what did you change? In the early thing, you're like, okay, we open the store, we close the store, we're good, you know, like, and uh-huh. we and it was like, I'm not gonna if if my team doesn't want to educate clients about product. I, that's I on don't, them. That's on them. Okay. I don't care. They're not gonna bonus. Great, I don't have to pay them a bonus. It's great. Mm-hmm. And we moved forward. And then it was like, you know what? We signed on to this. We're going to follow everything that Sport Clip says. We're going to do the five-point play and and really, you know, step up the game. And, I mean, I started with Sport Clips way back before we didn't even have, like, 30 and 1. And those of you who have been around, you know, 30 and 1. And, like, now even 30 and 1 is way dated. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just more, like, we really have improved our game. We're not – we are not just a haircut place with TVs. We're about that MVP experience. Yeah. And that's where I've become very successful. And not just with the clients, right? Mm-mm. That MVP experience with team members the as team well, members. which is I, I, me interjecting here and then get back to you. 
Like I, I visited nine, 10, but nine of your stores yesterday with mm-hmm. you. And you had a personal relationship with every single team member that we walked in there. It happened to be your birthday. So that was pretty cool because <laughs> they were, I don't think I could have any more Mountain Dew or donuts today. And I, I am going to North Carolina. So uh, it, it's going to be uh, some more probably coming, but they had, they had cards for you. They had flowers, they had gifts, they knew you, mm-hmm. uh, so was that missing in the early years, that connection with the team members? Is that kind of where... I mean, in the early years, um, I used to load my two kids up in the van on the mm-hmm. weekend, and I would deliver toilet paper, paper towels, dum-dums, mm-hmm. um, and you know do the circuit driving this to the stores. And some of the stores were an hour or two hours away. And it became less of doing that and like, hey, Sam's Club... They deliver, like right. order online, take gotcha. care of it yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, into let's really focus on the business and let's in, let's invest in that. And like even in this last couple of weeks, um, I have invested in training extra training classes. Um, luckily, I was able to work this out with uh, DBE and our reps brought in educators um, in three of our different product lines. So we've had education classes in two of our two of our product lines. Um, we have a third one coming in September in both states. So I've done you know, extra classes, um, three classes a day for three days um, in Virginia, and then repeated it in Florida. You literally doubled down. Yeah, in your, literally. Uh, especially on education. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like educating, and I'm seeing the results. I am anxiously awaiting the results of last week because I really expect I've got the number one store um, in take home mm-hmm. from last week. And if they don't have it, I'm going to mm-hmm. be bummed because they missed it two weeks ago by a penny. Mm-hmm. Um, and they upped the ante. Um, and I threw, have a feeling I have down, a hunch for knowing what that number is. That yeah. They, it's above $5. Yeah, so I cannot amazing. wait. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, what, what else changed in you to, to get you to a point where you're able to make this successful from those early years where you were struggling and not sure this was the right fit? One of the things, and even sport clubs had us talk about this when we had multi-unit huddles and things Mm -hmm. like that, they'd always talk about how you are structured. And for years, we'd always talk about we're structured how we should have been for the size of the company two years ago. Um, And really having that support team and having the support team, I I call them my senior leadership team. Um, So it is me and three other people working full-time on my stores um, but we all focus on what we enjoy, what we are good at in doing for our stores. So Gina is my director of operations. She loves marketing. She's mm-hmm. on your calls mm-hmm. every Wednesday. I know that she's there from Wednesday, 12 to 1. So she does what she's passionate about in helping the stores. Um, and so having that support team you know, with Gina, Megan, who's my director of team development. So she's the interface with all of our applicants. And she loves scheduling, bless her heart, mm-hmm. um, because she's having to do all that for all the stores. And then Amy is my director of finance. So she helps me. Obviously, she handles payroll, helps me with the finances. We're actually closing out our books after this. It's only the seventh of the month, mm-hmm. but we are on top of our game. We close out by the 10th um, of every month. Um, so that way we know exactly how we did. What do we need to go back and fix? What went wrong last month? What went right? Well, so you're quickly calibrating and pivoting yes. to, to stay with trends or whatever's changing. Right. And that's things that, I mean, when you have a portfolio of stores, you'll have stores that are going up, stores that are going down. Mm-hmm. Um, I have two stores that are under major renovations right now in the shopping center. Um, so it's been, you know, challenges there. That was yeah. one of the situations we were dealing with yesterday mm-hmm. that we had gotten word that porta potties were being brought in. Luckily it wasn't needed. They got, they got a power supply back to the sewer system. Yeah. 
Um, but it's, you know, then you've got other stores where the community is the housing market, everything is just building out and you're like, okay, we, we keep adding team members. We keep adding more, more floor hours. And, and it's like, that's still not enough. They need more. They need more. So it, it, forgive me, this is not the right word. Everything, your support team, it's like a luxury. It's not, but that you're able to, to have at this level. Yes. You probably started building that support team at what? When you hit 10, 11 stores? Or? No, we started earlier. Um, you know, and normally the, you start talking about that support team once you're above five stores. Okay. And that five to nine stores, okay. that is, that's when the conversation is leaving your day job. All right. And then it's what sort of support team person are you getting? Mm-hmm. Are you getting an office admin or are you getting an area manager? It really depends on your personal skill set. Gotcha. Um, what you are good at doing. So it was finance. It was Amy, kind of your last hire. I mean, were you doing all that kind of stuff yeah. yourself? The yeah. Financial? Director of finance yeah. was definitely okay. the last hire. Okay. For you. <laughs> yeah. For for me. Right. Um, a lot of people will outsource. They'll use bookkeepers. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, being a CPA for better or for worse, I do my taxes, but that's what I did for a living. Yeah. Um, so I can do it. Um, you know, I'm dealing with IRS audits even right now. That's just the standard part of business. Um. You know, I've got two audits going on, which is normal. You go through audits mm-hmm. every couple of years, um, and I'm able to just handle that, them myself. Yeah, you know, you, but it's funny too because you're a CPA, so by trade, by background, so an audit for you is like, oh, that's not no. Yeah, most people, when they hear the word, like I, I, I had my own business at one point. I was audited. That literally caused me to have a panic attack. I nearly checked nah. into a mental institute thinking about an audit, and you're like, oh, it's no big deal. Nah. No, All right. no big deal. I mean, you just like, I know that there's like, if that's you keep something. good numbers and, and you're, yeah. you're really honest by the book, you're, you got nothing to worry about. No. All right. So, so you have, again, that, that word luxury, you're now at a, at a point, you survived those early years. You've got your support team. <laughs> survived is a good word. Yeah. Yeah. So how did you do it without a support team? Like what, if you had, if you had to, to travel 14 years back in the past, yeah, mm-hmm. go to back in the past and tell Deborah, hey, make sure you do this one thing in these first five stores or you're going to go insane. What, what looking back could you tell yourself? You need to empower your team, empower your manager, okay. but you also need to be involved and be present. Um, you need to support them in their decisions of hiring and unfortunately sometimes terminations. Mm-hmm. Um, but you, you've got to be there to support them. Um, we we are have that luxury of doing a lot of things that some managers might have to do themselves. Um, if you're with a smaller team leader in a smaller group, um, we want the managers focusing on managing the store. I cannot cut hair. Um, if you've been in my store when I've been there, even the uh, I, the guy at the hotel yep. heard my spiel. He's like, "Hey, I just saw and you, you in know your what? store." I've never I've never heard a team leader do that, and I loved it. And and, and a lot of the times I'll hang out with the team leader a guy or it'll be a husband and wife or whatever but rarely is it just the the female Mm -hmm. and so i thought your approach was great because you know you see a woman dressed in sport clips gear standing in front of the store you think oh that's the neck that's a stylist coming into work and so why don't you describe what you do uh so that maybe other team leaders out there can can adopt the model Okay. So when I'm in the store, I will always address the clients waiting in the lobby. Mm-hmm. And I'll be like, hey, I just want to let you know I'm Deborah. I'm the owner. I am not a licensed stylist. 
Um, so you do not want me to cut your hair. You want to wait for these lovely ladies or guys, depending on who I have on the floor behind me, um, to do your hair. And, you know, we kind of have that interaction and, and yep. you know, conversation with them. And I will even joke with them, like, hey, I can do your taxes if I'm working uh-huh. on the kiosk, because obviously I'm heavily involved with Salon Ultimate. I'm like, I can work on your computers. I can do your taxes. I cannot cut your hair. And, and they all understand that. And I think some of that also comes back to when I was a receptionist, um, mm-hmm. you know, for four years, just having a lobby full of people like looking at me like, yeah. come on, yeah, are, exactly. you, you told me it was a 15 minute wait. We didn't have technology back then. Like Luna had paper tickets like lined up. Yep. Um, so it's, they just, they need to know, they need, you need to communicate with them that, Hey, I'm not blowing them off. I literally can't cut hair. You don't want me to cut your hair. Yeah. You, uh, you survived those early years. You transitioned. When, when, at what point did you start to breathe are you breathing easier now? Uh, that's a, uh, Depends on the day. Okay, yeah. So, But at what point did you kind of exhale and go, all right, this is, this is my future? When I quit my day job, uh-huh. that was the big thing. Okay, no uh, turning back. Like, no turning yeah. back. And, and it was one of those things. And um, Keith Costick, who's my area yeah. developer for Virginia, we both had been talking about quitting our day jobs. It mm-hmm. was like one of those things like, yeah, we, got, we, we, we have to quit. And ironically, we both gave notice the exact same day. What 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 day? What year is this? What are we talking? Um, Maybe not the day, but the seven, year. Seven. I want to say seven, seven or eight years ago. Okay. Um, yeah. So we both gave notice in January. We both gave like two months notice, and um, so our last day was in in March of that year. And and I remember like I I gave notice. I called him. I'm like Keith. I finally did it. He's mm. like, no way. So did I. Like we both wow. finally had now, done it. Now, is it when you when you give that notice? Is it a mixture of fear and excitement or was it all one or the other? It was, it was definitely a mixture. I felt like as a mom, I wasn't doing a good job. Mm -hmm. So I had two kids that um, I wasn't doing a good job as a mom. I was spread too thin. Um, As an employee of my former company, um, I didn't feel like I was doing a good job with that either because you weren't given. 100%. I wasn't given it a hundred percent. And as a team leader and owner of Sport Clips, I also wasn't giving that. Yeah. So I felt like I was halfway doing three jobs: a mom, an right. employee, and a business owner. Right. So something had to give, and it it let me. When I left my day job, um, I had started coaching my daughters, my oldest daughter's cheerleading team, and it let me you know continue to coach for that. So I did that for five years. It let me, you know, get more involved with my children, you know, be more present for them versus, okay, now I've done my, you know, nine to five, yeah. you know, if not longer job, I fed you. Now let me do my, my yeah. sport clips job. Well, and that's, uh, is that, that's the dream of a parent as a franchise, you know, franchisee is to be able to spend more time with your kids it just the early years it was a little tough cuz you still had that full-time job as well yes. so but you did eventually get to that point and uh, so we talked about some of you know dum 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 music some of the dangers what have been some of the highlights over the years of all right i'm glad i did this here's some of the payoffs here's some of the the things i'm i'm really proud of I would say definitely seeing how much my team members have grown. I mean, you've met some team mm-hmm. members who've been with me, um, you know, 10 plus 10 years. years. Yeah. My second employee ever still works for me. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I literally remember she answered the ad in the paper, which we don't do anymore. I mean, no one, no one What's puts a an paper? ad right, yeah, yeah. in the paper. That used to be how you got your team. And I was literally in the grocery store um, right around the corner from here in the produce aisle when the phone rang. 
And I was like, oh, I have an employee. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh, wait, she's going to interview. Who is still it? Still with me, Cindy. Okay. <laughs> she is still with me. Cool. Um, so she managed for years. She's kind of stepped down. Yeah. And um, so she is a, you know, she's a grandma and things like that. But she's oh, an assistant wow. manager for me at Short Pump. Yep. Um, so she has been with me from the get-go. Awesome. Um, so it's a long, it's a long haul. And I, I do reward my team members who've been with me for that long time. How? Um, how? how do you do it? I mean, we got team leaders listening to this. What's what what works? What's what? Because you've refined and oh, you, I've right? changed yeah. it multiple <laughs> yeah, times. Yeah, it's not what it looked like 14 years ago. <laughs> no. What do you do that's that that is so next level? So a couple years ago, I had a team a team member who had been with me for probably about five six years, and she was part time due to health reasons, and she had never had a paid vacation. And I was like, Chill, you've been with me forever. How is that not possible? And she's like, well, I can only work about 15 to 20 hours a week given my health situation, which I was aware of. And I was like, that's right. Paid vacation is only for full-time employees. Mm -hmm. So I made the announcement at the start of the next year that we were adding paid vacation for both part-time and full-time. So if you only work 15 hours, 15 to 20 hours a week, because that's all you can do for health reasons, your children, whatever your situation might be, you are going to get a paid vacation for your average number of hours. Um, and full-time obviously has had it. And then we also expanded it. Um, so when I started with sport clips, I followed the recommendation. They get one week paid vacation after a year. And then the second week after 18 months, two weeks, you know, a year from there. Mm -hmm. So I added in, if you've been with me for five years, you get three weeks paid vacation. And if you've been with me for 10 years or longer, you get four weeks paid vacation. So yes, I have at some multiple point, people with four weeks paid vacation. Yeah, I like a year. how you, I like how you said ten years or longer. Like you cut that off because at some point someone's <laughs> gonna be with you for twenty years and it would just keep going up and yeah. up. So, uh, but that's a great that's a high class problem. Yeah, uh, and if I do acquire a store, I give them credit for the time that they were with the prior team leader. How many? So what's what's the breakdown on how many stores have you uh, out of your Florida Virginia? Uh, what do, you, what do you call it? The Dream Team? Yeah, Florida, Virginia Dream Team. I've got, uh, got the shirt on. Your FLVA Dream Team yep. stores. How many of those were GOs, grand openings, that you, you physically opened versus how many did you acquire? Out of the ones I have, so obviously because I started with my ex-husband. Yep. Mm-hmm. So I built originally nine stores in Virginia. I only have one of those stores okay. just the way we divided the market. Yeah. Um, and then in Florida, so I, we came into Florida... Um, actually sport clips brought us down in there. Um, and then we ended up buying four stores, um, from three different team leaders, bought five licenses. So I am building my fifth store. That's mm-hmm. when I get the keys to on Friday down so there. So you're very familiar with Florida permitting laws and construction yeah, and all that kind of stuff. They're you not sound fun. thrilled. No, yeah. they're yeah. not. Um, my architect, I, I love him. Mm-hmm. His name is Steve. Yeah. Shout out to Steve. Um, shout out to Steve. Yeah, he's Steve and all the saving, problems. Saving, uh, saving your bacon a number of times, I'm sure. Yes. Uh, so how do, how do you do that? How do you split time? You've got two daughters. You're a single mom, so you've mm-hmm. got two daughters. You have stores in uh, Virginia and Florida. You live in Virginia. I imagine you you got to get down to Florida. As involved as you are as a team leader, you have to get down to Florida every so often. How does How does your travel work? So I have um, joint custody of my children Mm -hmm. and my dogs. Mm -hmm. So I have my kids and my dogs every other week. Um, So my kids stayed with me this week. This is their week to be with their dad, but they stay with me through my birthday. But they're going back to their dad today, Mm -hmm. so I'm flying to Florida tomorrow. Okay. Um, So it started off with, with hotels. 
Um, there was one hotel in particular in Orlando that I stayed at a lot mm-hmm. to the point where even I knew the guy was new at the front desk, mm-hmm. but he'd already recognized me. He's like, hey, welcome back. Mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, that's really sad yeah. that you who are relatively right, new right. already know me. Um, so I did take a place in Florida last November, and that has really made my life easier. So now I just grab my computer bag, off I go. I've got oh, great. sport clips attire down there, mm-hmm. you know, workout attire, everything, and it lets me just kind of go back and forth. Mm-hmm. And um, one of the things that I've, I'm, I'm interested in is I see you, you're, you're very active on social media. Mm-hmm. And so I, I too am active on social media newsflash. <laughs> I love to see when team, cause I, I I'll see the teams themselves post stuff. Mm-hmm. Rarely do I see a team leader post things and you're, it seems like whenever you're traveling or when you're Florida or your Virginia stores, you're you're talking about a new store coming or you're you're doing some hype for your team can you describe a little bit about your approach to social media and and, uh, how that's working for you it's you know it's kind of one of those things back when i had my day job Mm -hmm. i had to tweet i hated it really oh my Uh, gosh yes um for what my director of marketing there would okay. literally, I'd be in a, a board meeting and she'd be like, when last time you tweeted? And I was like, no, please no. Um, and so it, obviously I didn't embrace that at first, mm-hmm. but it, it, social media has definitely just taken a whole new level. Um, you know, I already mentioned way back when we used to get all of our team members by placing an ad in the paper. Yep. Um, our top marketing effort way back when I started was the full page Sunday insert. Like that was the mm-hmm. home run. You're like, it's Sunday. Right. Yeah. Everyone's going to read that. I've got an ad in the paper right. for more team members. Just waiting by the and phone. I got, I got a full page, you know, mm-hmm. glossy ad in, in the Sunday paper, like Sunday's going to rock. Um, and that's not how we get our team members anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not how we get our clients anymore. So it is that social media. And, and I do like to hype. Preach. I, mean, I, I can tell yeah. you come Friday morning, you're going to see a yeah. video cause I'm getting okay. the keys to yep. my store. Yep. And it's one that they've, um, gutted the shopping center so we're anxious to see what the space looks like now because even where the storefront was isn't where the storefront is anymore um yeah they literally took the storefront off and and moved the doors and put a whole new storefront on so we're anxious to see the space now that the landlord has finished their work um so you'll you will see that um but we'll also you know do social media like we posted i posted when did the gibbs event um uh, how we had our teams together in both places and it just it kind of brings the brings the community together, not only our stylists, um, our team members, but even, you know, when I've lived all across the country, you know, family members see what I'm up to, right. sorority sisters. Well, and and uh, that's great for sport clips. Uh, it's spreading the, the brand. Mm-hmm. But really, when especially when you tag your team members in the videos, guess what? All of their friends and family see it yeah. as well. So there's positive interaction and and feelings about sport clips and i bet some of your team members have friends that are stylists that work elsewhere who they're going man my that no one that we don't have exciting days like this or no one publishes and posts and does all this stuff for us and there's a little bit of jealousy and so uh i think that uh it's a great recruiting tool what you're doing i whether you're intending it to be that or not, I don't know. Maybe a little tongue in cheek. That's part of the uh, part of the method to the madness. But kudos for the uh, for the social media uh, endeavors that you're taking because I, I I see them, I love them, and I know yeah. they're uh, and that your team loves them as well. Um, uh, we're we're already thirty minutes into this thing, if you can believe it or not. So I, I want to get your thoughts on a couple other things. 
uh, before I uh, have my fun questions that I want to ask you about. So we're, we're talking about now we're in the highlight section of your sport clips career. You've actually uh, led, uh, we call it TLAC, Team Leader Advisory Council. Am I getting Correct. that right? You yeah. know, acronyms and me, I, we don't get along really well. But uh, what is it and what was your, because uh, I, I want to know what your role in it was and what it, you know, what it kind of impacted at Sport Clips. Okay. So um, I ran for TLAC. Um, mm-hmm. That was also kind of in that post leaving my job. All right, I'm fully committed to Sport Clips. Let's take this to the next level. So I ran for TLAC, which was a two-year term and thoroughly enjoyed it um it was kind of you start to get more involved with the executive team you know they you're a sounding board a a test market for different things like um and it really just kind of made you if you're going to do it we always say you know i drink the sport clips kool-aid no Mm -hmm. one can deny that i don't drink it Mm -hmm. um and so tlac was really a good kind of like i think starting point to taking my my um team leader you know, how I'm operating to that next level. I I was fully invested. Like, okay, I'm willing to donate my time to do this. Um, And I enjoyed it so much that I ran for a second term and became TLAC president at that time. Um, So I was an officer for three years, president the last year. And that, um, so for those of you who have Salon Ultimate and like it, been involved on that. (laughs) If you don't, just keep your comment. No. Yeah, no. If you don't, then you don't know shortcuts. (laughs) You you weren't around for that if you don't like Salon Ultimate. Yeah, I mean, that that whole thing, like online check-in and things like that. and um, So that was initiatives that you guys led, rolled out, tested. Yes, like I remember, um, so we had, we were trying to get online check-in and we couldn't do it with the old platform. It kept, we couldn't keep it stable yeah. longer than like 10 minutes. Um, Gordon would check in online. By the time they got down to the store, it had already crashed and it was phenomenal. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like you never want Gordon showing up and yeah. you're like, yeah, it's already down. Mm-hmm. And he's like, dude, I didn't right. come t- I, 10 that minutes far. later, yeah. Um, and so I remember getting the, getting the phone call um, cause I had weekly calls with, um, Mark Carterick, who was the president at the mm-hmm. time. And I mean, we had been fighting and just not, not us fighting, but we'd been fighting to get yeah. online check-in and to get it stable. And it just wasn't. And I remember it was a day before I opened my Claremont store. Um, we had a standing call every Tuesday and, and I was like, Hey, I'm just touching base. I'm about to take my team out to dinner to celebrate our store opening tomorrow. And he's like, well, yeah, we're pulling the plug. He's like, we are going to fire our point of sale system. And I'm like, who are we going to? I'm like, amen. I'm there Mm -hmm. with you. Let's do it. I'm like, but where are we going? He's like, I don't know. And literally within a couple of weeks, we had Sun Ultimate in one of the company stores. Um, a couple of weeks after that, I had it in one of my stores. So I was the fifth store to get it. Wow. And, and it was just like, okay, I want it in my other stores. Mm -hmm. How fast can I get this in my other stores? Um, so I have obviously been heavily involved and, and that was one of the reasons why I chose not to run for a third term for TLAC was staying involved with Sun Ultimate. I'm still on the, um, technology you know, committee and the calls that we still do it. We're now down to every other week. It used to be two, twice a, twice yeah. a week. It was Tuesdays and Thursdays. Like we had it these was probably calls. Bu- it was probably budgeted for an hour and then it <laughs> ran over and yeah. Yeah. I did pick up my daughter from school, take her home to change for soccer practice. Mm-hmm. She went to soccer practice and still picked her up when we were still yeah. on the call, troubleshooting all the issues that mm-hmm. we were dealing with. But, um, but that, like I told, I told, you know, sport clips, I was like, Hey, I'm, I am not going to run for a third term. 
um, I am going to stay focused on Sun Ultimate um, and, you know, stay involved with that and, and let the new TLAC president be able to talk to sport clips about something other than Sun Ultimate mm-hmm. online check-in, <laughs> yeah. the app. That's I mean, good. all those things right. that we were working towards. And so, and it, and it was, and I, and I know that um, Wayne, who took over from me, he's closing in, um, you know, I think four years is kind of about the yeah. that should be the term what limit. Handle, it, it, right. It's not a term limit, but I think we've all self-imposed yeah. because the president before me had done like a four-year stint, the president before him as well. So I think that kind of the four years is a good it's time a good, and good time to move spot. on. Uh, you, uh, we've, we've already discussed that you are heavily involved with team members. So uh, I know a cause that you're uh, passionate about is the Wayne McGlow Memorial Fund. Yes. Uh, I, I know this because we went to one of your stories yesterday and we're interviewing one of your team members. You were holding the camera, or the phone, while we were recording the video. And she's telling the story and I look and you're crying you know, off camera. You're crying about the story that she's telling. So, so for those that don't know, can you uh, explain what the Wayne McGlow Memorial Fund is, How uh, what it's intended to do, maybe numbers around, uh, since you're the CPA in the room, <laughs> uh, how many people have been helped by it, the amount raised. Can you just give me the, the lowdown on it, please? Okay. So for those who haven't been at the huddle, um, I've been, I think, on stage now five or six years mm-hmm. talking about the relief fund. Um, so that was one of the things that I got involved with, with TLAC. It was a very new at the time. And... Um, in one weekend, we lost an area developer, Wayne McGlone. He was an area developer for Maryland. And we also lost two, t- two team members in two separate car crashes across the country. And that's when the Logan family was like, we need to do something. Mm-hmm. We have reached the mass numbers that our team members are going to have situations that they're going to need help. And so the relief fund was started. Um, that's when you know the stores started donating $5 a week. We're now to $10 a week. Um, to help and then people donate more we do a lot of fundraising um, and so we really have helped a lot of people and it and it's at this point we've helped over 400 uh, team members across wow. the country um, we have given out almost 2.4 million dollars in relief moly. payments and and the payments vary I mean some are small yeah because um, we will cover like a co-payments deductibles on medical bills so we you know ranging from some people who've you know broken their their foot their arm mm-hmm. um, we can also help cover the lost wages especially in the hair industry if they have broken their their hand they yeah. can't cut hair yep. um, so while they're recovering from that, you know, making up lost wages, wow. medical bills, um, you know, all the way to death. Um, we have lost team members. Mm-hmm. I myself have lost team members. Um, and, you know, it's there if they need it. Not everyone needs it. Um, it can help with the, the medical bills, the funeral, um, to bury the loved one who passed mm-hmm. away. Um, so we've been able to do that. And, and also with the natural disasters, unfortunately, we've gone yep. through way more than we ever thought. Mm-hmm. Um, we've even lost a store last year yeah. um, that was open, was destroyed. In Florida. In Florida. Yeah. Yep. Um, so it's it has been there to help in all different levels. Um, and it's just, it's really like sometimes when we get the relief fund applications, you, you literally go home and you hug your kid mm-hmm. um, because we've had team members who've lost children. We've had, yeah. you know, obviously team members who have passed away. And it's, it's amazing the different struggles that people have gone through. And then, then we get the letters back. Like, thank you. Yeah. The, uh, the, the, the thing that struck me yesterday when we were with Jenna, uh, the, the story that, uh, uh, 
about her husband and them receiving the funds is like she knew about the fund but she there was this level like i don't want to ask for help yes uh i i i'm gonna try to do it on my own uh so sometimes people team leaders will need to step in and say hey this is this is what it's intended for and so yeah i believe hers didn't you guys just kind of force it you just delivered it to her I mean, what, we had well, to, we had to step work? in the team okay. member is involved um you know she didn't want the help mm-hmm. um you know you even kind of reference it to her like her her husband didn't think he was sick and yeah. they kind of like had to force him to go and, and he was really yeah. really sick um but he's like no i'm okay i'll get through it and same sort of jenna took that same sort of approach no we'll get through it we don't need the help and and just when the medical bills i mean i remember her husband was in the icu um, you know, she got her shifts covered by her team, but then made up those shifts by covering other people's shifts. Um, so she didn't really miss hours, um, you know, because her team covered it and then she paid it back. But so she didn't feel like she'd lost the wages, but it was the medical bills that, that mm-hmm. she had. Um, and when you have a serious illness like that, it's up to $10,000 where we can really help. Oh, um, that's the that's the the, yeah. the limit. Wow, the limit is. 10, I thought it was five thousand dollars. Um, five thousand is for your car. Okay. Um, so if something happens to your vehicle, um, now we don't. If it's something that was going to be covered by insurance, so we are right. not to make up for your insurance policy. You've got to have adequate insurance. You've got to be responsible. Um, but sometimes accidents just happen. Mm-hmm. Um, and so if, if that sort of situation, it can be $5,000 for the vehicle. We've had help people with their homes that have been destroyed, um, you know, with water damage, you know, things that weren't covered. And that's where it really can make a difference. And if it is ultimately a death situation, that is up to $15,000. Wow. Uh, what has been your most memorable Wayne McGlone Memorial Fund recipient in your, in your market? My market, definitely Jenna. Okay. Um, but, I mean, I've got one right now. Um, she hasn't received the relief fund yet, um, mm-hmm. and I am removed from that. So as we've gotten bigger, we actually have um, – there are two of us who are reviewing applications. Mm-hmm. Um, we use the two managers of the year that we have this year and then two team leaders and okay. then two foundation members. So we have two separate committees. Um, so I review the West Coast, Central mm-hmm. to West, and then the other committee reviews okay. this side. So you so don't that review way, your own territory? I don't review my own. Yeah. In, in the past, we'd have to, I'd have to remove myself. Um, but I have a team member right now in Florida who was literally making dinner and had an avocado, freak accident, cutting the avocado, the knife went through her hand. Oh. So she um, severed a nerve, has oh, lost man. feeling to her hand. Oh. So she is still technically out. We are yeah. optimistic <laughs> that she's coming back. Um, I think it happened May 31st. Jeez. So, I mean, it's just things like that happen. Um, yeah. there, I mean, it had nothing, there was nothing that we would, you know, it wasn't something that she did intentionally. Like, obviously, this, we won't cover anything that wasn't intentional. Like, if yeah. you did something, you right. know, intentionally, you know, DUI, things like that. Sorry, you're on yeah. your own. Um, but that was a complete random accident the dangers of guacamole yeah i mean geez Louise. yeah so she obviously uh won't be doing that again yeah. she'll buy it pre uh no, right, pre-made yeah, just, not yeah, the raw the raw avocado uh i mean i i gotta wind this down soon but i have a couple other questions because I, I, I said i wanted to do highs and lows you 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 um when I started this podcast, I mentioned you're a rock star mm-hmm. and literally a rock star because I think it was a franchise business review named you one of franchising's yes. biggest rock stars. 
uh, and uh, you embody what it means to be an entrepreneur, uh, you know, independent, strong woman. Um, do you was there a ceremony like how did do they do they let you come on stage and play air guitar like what <laughs> what is what 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 came with that um not with that one just because of the fact it's a lot of it is done no. like socially so okay. it was on 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 the website and i remember getting um you know contacted by sport clips like hey you know we've nominated you for this mm-hmm. and then like and you won. Yeah. <laughs> you got it. Oh, by so, the way. By the way. So it was, it's just very much like an honor to be recognized. I mean, I have done so much. I mean, obviously we are more a female oriented business as far as employees, yeah. except for, as you saw, yes. it's changing. Yeah. I have male stylists yeah. who are quite you, successful. You, you, yours might be the first store I've seen two male stylists <laughs> at the same store. Yes. Uh, that's pretty incredible. Yeah, it really has changed in like the last year or so. I have some very successful um, stylists. Um, I actually at the store that I'm anxiously awaiting them taking first place. Um, the second highest take home is with a male stylist mm-hmm. named Miles. So well, and your he's gonna your pull look finalist was uh, from Florida, Christian. Yeah, uh, obviously a male stylist. Uh, so you you've had this you had a successful career prior. Mm-hmm. to sport clips now you've had this successful career with sport clips uh what I'm, I, this is this is gonna sound this is gonna sound just what am i doing i got two questions here what's been your best day at sport clips and what's been your worst day let's start with what was your worst day at sport clips there's been a lot of those um so i think i kind of have to think back to um early years well i mean the early years was just crazy right. insane um, I think probably the, one of the lowest days was the day I got a call that my manager had a stroke. Mm. Which store? She was in Florida 205. Okay. Um, she had been with me. She'd actually had been on my senior leadership team for a mm-hmm. while. Um, she was involved in a car crash mm-hmm. that itself had some issues. Um, and so she had just recently rejoined the team and then had a stroke. Was it at work? Was it at home? She was at home. Okay. Well, she wasn't, she wasn't at, you know, with us mm-hmm. at the time. And, you know, so just, we were so excited to have her come back yeah. and, and, um, she definitely drank the sport clips Kool-Aid yeah, yeah. had been, had been with the system for a while and, and then just watching her struggle, mm-hmm. um, that she literally, you know, we kept that manager position for quite a while. Like we held it for her mm-hmm. and we're like, can she make it back? And, you know, just watching her struggle. What's her name? Christy. Christy. Uh, yeah, it, it, you know, it, it's, it's, I think it's, it's telling that I asked you what your worst day was and it wasn't, oh, the stock market crashed <laughs> and nobody was getting haircuts. You know, it wasn't financial. It, it wasn't anything to do with the, the situation that we were talking about yesterday with the bathrooms and the porta potties, I was going to say something else. <laughs> the code name that we had for it, uh, it wasn't anything. It was related to a, a human being, it's somebody yeah. that you're close with, and the impact on their health, and um, and that was your low day, uh, which just goes to speak to how relational you are and uh, why you're a great team leader because uh, you love and care for your team members and they care for you. So what what's been your best day? My, I'm going to say something more from recent. Um, I have a store, um, ironically still Florida 205, the same store that Christy was wow. at. Yeah. Um, when we had to, you know, she couldn't come back as the manager. Um, so we kind of had made some adjustments there and we transferred D there as the manager 
probably about six, seven months ago. Mm-hmm. Um, and Dee was pregnant at the time. And, you know, she was just doing okay. Um, so Dee returned from maternity leave uh, roughly July 1st. And she had gone to some classes um, kind of while she was still a little bit out on her maternity leave. But she came back and she was like, I'm going to drink the Sport Clips Kool-Aid. Five-point play, every client, every day, all five points. And watching her store, this is the one that should be in first place from last week's Uh numbers, um, they have dramatically improved their numbers. Um, And just because she's holding them accountable, like literally all five points of the five-point play, watching their take-home, watching their back bar go skyrocketing. And and one of the things I've even talked to my teams about this um, when we had our, our meetings in the last couple of weeks, their shopping center is not a strong shopping center. It is one that's about to get a $10 million facelift by the landlord. The landlord even personally called me. He's like, hey, will you do a new LED sign as part of this renovation? I'm like, absolutely. Yeah. Um, but they haven't started it yet. Um, I mean, he even said, he's like, this shopping center looks like it was from the 60s. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, mm-hmm. since you said it, right, yeah, yeah, I'm yeah, going to agree with yeah. you. It does. It needs an overhaul. And to watch this store, um, I mean, this is one of the original stores inside Sport Clips. It had the blue. That was a store that had the blue yeah. tile. And I mean, that's how old this store is um, before the black and red. And just watching how this team in not a great shopping center, it'll be fantastic once the facelift is done. Um can throw down these numbers. Yeah. It's not it. The team's been there for a long time, and they they went from okay numbers to they were number two in take home, number twenty six in paid back bar, and they were annoyed. They're like they lost number one in take home right. by a penny, um, and that was at like four dollars and seventy five cents. I don't think they have anything to worry about. This <laughs> next time they don't have it this time. I'm gonna five dollar uh, take home or whatever. Yeah, five twenty nine. Five. Oh, okay. To be specific, <laughs> Miss, Miss CPA. So it's just it's amazing watching how it's it's never too late. You can yeah. you can you can take a team if they embrace it, and and that is something that I think has really happened over the last couple of years. Um, I had heard some other team leaders, and um, Brad, I'm going to throw you out there. I had to stare mm-hmm. at your numbers on my whiteboard in my Brad office. Witt. Yeah, Brad okay. Witt. Um, my office is back there. My whiteboard is is on there. I stared at his numbers that he had thrown down. Like he's like, I'm doing 50% paid. I'm doing 250 take home, and I'm like, how in the world are we going to get there? Jenna was the first manager who said $3 take home, 55% paid as her, as her goal for the quarter. Wow. Blew it out of the park. Yeah. Um, and it's just. Big, hairy, audacious goals at the BHAG. Is that yeah. what it's called? Yeah. And it really, it has been truly the five-point play, but we all do the five-point play, but it's every client, all five points. And mm-hmm. that's even like Kristen, who's my um, manager at 601 in, in uh, Florida. <laughs> She was one that really started turning Florida around. And my assistant manager, Leanne, who was there, I'm like, Leanne, you started as a receptionist. Like she was in beauty school, you know, finished as a you know, receptionist, came on with us. And she never had great numbers. And then when she started being under Kristen, when Kristen became the manager, when she moved here from Wisconsin a couple years ago, Leanne's numbers started improving. And I was like, what happened? And she's like, I was doing the five point play, yeah, but it's I was funny self, how that works out. I was self selecting which points uh, of the five point play uh-huh. based on the client. Wow! And Kristen held me accountable, made me do it for everyone, and she said, ironically, the clients who I I wouldn't even talk about you know product knowledge with them because I was like, oh, they're not gonna they're not gonna get anything. She's like, those are the clients now that I would have chosen yeah. proactively not to do anything. Those are the ones that are 
are, you know, all excited about the product knowledge and education and, and getting the products to take home to keep their hair looking that way at home. God forbid people follow the five point play. Yes. You know? I mean, what, what their stores would look like. You know, I am, um, I am, it was a tr- trick question, by the way, when I said, what is your best day at Sport Clips? You were supposed to say August 6, 2019, <laughs> when you toured nine stores on your birthday with the, the director of marketing. Well, I want to know what um, we're doing next year. Yeah, well, Florida, right? Yeah. We'll do the Florida market next year, so so heads up, Florida. Hopefully, we'll be maybe 13 stores by then out there. Maybe 13 um, or 14. So, uh, I've got 10 questions. Can I ask you these 10? And sure. Then, and then you can get back to staring at your whiteboard and, and hitting your numbers. Uh, number one, which super, you're, you're Wonder Woman here, so which superpower would you most like to have? So we actually did this the other day in a leadership, and we, the two things that were offered were to be invisible mm-hmm. or to fly. Hmm. And okay. it was kind of an interesting one. Um, I have severe motion sickness. Uh-huh. So to fly, no good. Okay. So I would say and, I'd, I would go with the invisible, that okay. one. Um, and it would let me see if my if my team members are really doing the five-point uh, play, okay. every client, every hey, time, all would, five that steps. Would be, yeah, uh, that would be handy. I would I would think flying, though, getting back and forth to Florida more quickly. But I, you, you might like just yeah. traveling in style and on a plane and not have to. Yeah, JetBlue does a good job. They yeah. fly direct. Uh, what is your personal motto? My personal motto, I would have to say when I look at like kind of within Spore Clips is that I want to hold, I want to treat everyone the same, everyone fairly. Mm -hmm. I will not, I do not cave on schedule preferences. Uh, We hold everyone to the same standard of, you know, you've got to treat everyone the same. You've got to treat everyone fairly. That sounds treat others the way they, that sounds familiar. I want to be treated. Other, uh, number three, other than where you live now. And you've lived a lot of places. Mm-hmm. Uh, where else in the world would you most like to live? Well, I am moving to Florida. Like that is happening. Okay. I already have a place, but I am. My oldest wants to go to college in Florida, um, so that would be the the transition next. Um, I don't really know. I mean, I've I've traveled a lot, so I've had I've been lucky enough to do that. Um, I think right now my next my next place is I'm going to become an official Floridian. Okay. I mean, there are worse places in the world to live than, than Florida, especially in the winter. What sound or noise do you love? Sound or noise. <laughs> Those of you who have been in sport clips, the central vacuum when you're in the back, mm. it's a love and a hate. Okay. It's annoying if you're trying to have a meeting yeah. with a team member, mm-hmm. but it also means that a client right. just exactly. finished. Right, exactly. <laughs> the haircut ka-ching that's what we should change the sound to somehow we should have that on uh what sound or no so what sound or noise do you hate um i would say i do not like and this definitely goes to one of your low points with with sport Mm. clips is when my phone goes off in the middle of the night Mm. for an alarm for something stupid yeah yeah i've had like this recently we did have our store broken into but they broke into our store to break into gamestop next to us oh okay so um, let's just say we've added additional glass break and more motion detectors. So, but they, the cops did catch them on the exiting the store. When your phone rings in the middle of the night, it's never like good news. Like, no. Hey, just wanted to let you know you won a million dollars. Yeah, no. Uh, all right. Uh, question number six. When they make a, a movie of you that's based on the story of your life. Mm-hmm. Okay. Who do you want to play the main character? 
Wow. That's a great question. I Thanks. Uh, yeah. That's a new one. So these are these are new ones that I slip in every now and again. So if you yeah. listen to podcasts, you you don't um, already have them pre. Thank you. Answered. Okay. So the only thing that that just comes to mind only because I got this as a kid mm-hmm. is that people always said I look like Marie Osmond. Okay. Look, like oh, as a yeah. kid. Okay. And uh-huh. and then when she started that. making the comeback, uh-huh. I started getting right. it again. Right. Um. You can dance. So, she can dance. Yeah. Okay. I don't know how you can sing. A little bit country, a little bit rock oh, and roll. There you go. Yeah. Okay. Um. I don't. That's just what comes to mind. But other yeah. than that. All right. No, I could see that. Um. I mean, she's obviously quite a bit older than you, but still. Yeah. Um. She can play the older version. <laughs> uh. Now what? So this movie, what should it be called? What should the title of the movie? based on your life be called um controlling your own destiny Ooh, okay yeah i mean it's like i i left you know i was doing extremely well in public accounting walked away from that to follow my passion of teaching and being able to spend more time with my kids that's when i was pregnant with my first one samantha Mm -hmm. and then you know i i left that to do sport clips and kind of control my own destiny and and here you are. Here I am. Who knew what your first summer job at the age of 16. <laughs> Sweeping up hair for 25 <laughs> could, cents. Yeah, I could turn it back then. Or I was, reception. It was, I was $4 an hour when okay. I started. Okay. Yeah. That's not minimum wage in California anymore. Just so no, you know. it's yeah. not. Uh-uh. Uh, all right. Uh, what's the sound? Who, who, uh, if there's a band that does the soundtrack for your movie, who, who does the band have to be? Oh, my goodness. You are awful with your questions. Mm-hmm. Um, so my daughter, Jessica, um, so she's my 13 year old, my little spitfire. Um, so she plays music in the car and we, we do some little Mm sing-alongs and there's, there's a couple ones. Um, but we have some running jokes, um, just based on like her age and like me coaching cheer. Um, so like Justin Bieber, we had done some songs to that. Um, she is hitting me up to take her to Sean Mendez concert right. in a couple weeks. Yeah. So I would say it was just some of the some of the songs, but I will have to say we've done some sing alongs to the Teen Beach movie. I mean okay. these are just oh, some yeah. throwbacks mm-hmm. and um, also some high school of, musical. High school musical. Oh, yeah. yeah. For sure. So and and We're that all and then in this together. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I like so it. those are just kind of been some of those songs and it's it's kind of funny. Like I drop her off. Her school is right across the street, um, her uh, middle school. So I drop her off on the way um, to my office in the morning. It's just easier than her taking the school bus since I'm literally across the street. And yeah, so she just plays music and we kind of sing along. So and... she has to pick who yeah. the band's gonna be for the soundtrack. Yeah. Okay. We'll give it to Jessica. Uh two more questions. What do you consider your greatest achievement? My greatest achievement, my two kids, mm-hmm. um, watching my 16-year-old, um, she, I took her on a college tour uh, her freshman yeah. year, and people were like, she's a freshman. Like, mm-hmm. what are you thinking? Mm-hmm. But she had said, Mom, I want to go to school in Florida. And I was like, okay, your grades are good, yeah, but they're not as good as they could be. And so I took her on that tour, and I showed her the top four schools in, in Florida. We did a road trip. Um, and then I showed her two community colleges that would feed into the, the top two schools okay. that I knew she liked. And I was like, so if you don't get into the school, this is your path right. then. Yeah. And watching her improve her grades last year, um, I mean, she also um, took a class over the summer to get another elective. She wants to do marketing. Mm-hmm. Um, nice. So, yeah. So My she took another elective over the summer. You know, also it was a, a course in, I know, honors AP class to get 
above a 4.0 in that class, threw down the A. Well, also, also, she got a job. Um, she wanted to work outside sport clips just so she'd have an idea of, of having a job, which I fully uh, appreciated. So she worked at uh, you know, Sky Zone Bouncy House. Mm-hmm. And she just um, got a job at Drive Shack. So she's gonna, going in there and just watching her do that while also being on a uh, competitive all-star cheerleading team. So she is an athlete, a student, and working and you're not you're not a proud mom i, I mean I'm just it's gonna let you know you could be, watching her you could mature. afford to be uh, prouder of your kids yeah watching her mature and even just like watching now jessica i mean jessica started i mean she grew up around sport clips i mean she's mm. had more dum-dums yeah. than probably most kids <laughs> yeah. um and even just watching like her grow up and watching her mature and mm. just you know become more responsible yeah. You know, like even just the little things, like if we're heading out the door, you know, she, you know, oh, mom, don't worry. I'll, I'll put the dogs up, you know, just, you know, put them in their crates, which is their happy place yeah. and you know, watching them become who, who you know, they are. It's not required that parents say their greatest achievement is their kid, but more times than not, they do. I mean, and, uh, I, I don't think any have uh, elaborated the way that you just <laughs> did. So, uh, I, I think you, you get the gold star for uh, for being the proudest uh last question if heaven indeed exists what would you like to hear god say when you arrive at the pearly gates well done well done well you're doing it that's for sure uh you uh you don't lack ambition or energy or effort and uh i know i'm speaking on behalf of all the sport clips how proud we are of you uh, you are a shining example of what is right with our system and what is what it what it takes to do well and to to uh, to have be able to be told you you've you've done well. But uh, thank you for your 14 years. I don't know if you have 14. You We're have in 14. our 14th. You're in your 14th. Yeah. But I'm thinking, do you have 14 more in you? That's really what I'm really wondering here. Let's see. Let me add the numbers together. I think you do. So, mm-hmm. um, and who knows how many stores? If you're, if you're 20, if you're 21, 22 stores, and in, into your 14th year, who knows what's what the future holds? But uh, we appreciate you. Appreciate your time today. Your your stores, your markets are amazing. You are literally one of the crown jewels of Sport Clips. So thank you for joining us on the Hall of Fame podcast. Thank you. And uh, we'll uh, talk to somebody else next week and hope you guys can join us in. Thanks so much. Bye, everyone.